0: Welcome to episode 129 of InTouch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and my co-host, Warren is here. How are you doing, Warren? I'm good. Cold. Buried under snow, but doing fine. Yeah, you guys got a little bit of snow, and uh, returning to the show, I'm always welcoming him back. Uh, our guest this week is Mr. Chuck Joyner from Mac Voices. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm
1: doing great, David, but I'm buried under the same snowstorm that got Warren.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you got a little bit more than probably he did. So, <laughs> I don't
1: know, we got about twelve inches here. I'm not sure what you got, Warren.
0: Yeah, six or seven here but yeah. with a layer layer vice in between. So it's kind of gross. Yeah. So. Yeah, but uh, that that's a good reason to curl up and listen to a great. Uh, show this week and we've got uh lots of good th- things to talk about uh fitness plus is out this week uh we're going to talk a l- little bit about the airpods max uh, uh just a review from last week and uh ios fourteen point three 14.3, beta all kinds of fun stuff so why not let's just d- dive right in here and uh, get into to the news of the week here um first story i have is on mac mac rumors uh, mac uh, OS big Sur 11.1 has enabled full screen iPhone and iPad apps on M one max. Uh, Apple did release a big Sur Yes. Uh, yesterday as we record this on 11.1, uh, one, uh, headlining the features, including air, the, of course the AirPods max support for all the devices, including the uh, Mac and, uh, privacy labels, which we'll talk about privacy in a little bit here and a dedicated Apple TV plus app. We'll talk about that a little bit here as well. Uh, but, um, uh, the big thing was notable as far as iOS goes. Uh, the the iOS apps that are on the M1s uh, are now going to be able to go into full screen mode, and you'll be able to uh, run those apps uh, pretty 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 good. Um, uh, Warren, have you have you run any uh, iOS apps that that have come out lately? Yeah, since uh, then, I I just played around with a few that I downloaded and uh, play with the full screen.
2: It's it's different per app. So I tried one that wouldn't do yeah. much, then I tried another where you could actually drag. The, uh, the windows and actually res- the The app actually resized with the window, which was something I didn't see before, too. Um, so it has, you know, I don't know if it has something to do with whether it was an iPhone app or iPad app or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, um, so I played around with those. One thing I did notice, I don't know if either of you noticed, but all of a sudden uh, IPAs extracted off Imazing don't. Seem to want to open for me after the latest update, so I'm wondering if Apple uh, might have, Apple might have might caught have, on. <laughs> Apple might have blocked that out. So,
0: uh, just throwing that out there. Hmm. Have, uh, Chuck, have you tried any apps on, on your M1 uh, Air? You have the MacBook Air, right? Yeah, I have the Air. Um, I have not,
1: um, I, and I definitely did not install this update yet, um, just because I'm I'm one of those guys that I wait at least a week before well, sure before things before mm-hmm. I feel confident um although I I think this is really interesting and I don't think it should be any surprise that like Warren said the experience is inconsistent I mean we're still early days on this yeah and but I, right. but in fact I was just checking my phone here because this morning um when I when I logged into the uh to the or pulled my phone up and went to the app store um I found that I had 34 app updates which is oh. a pretty healthy number of updates for uh for yeah. a Thursday.
2: they do, so, uh, yeah, they do that when uh, the new releases come out. I think the, uh, the developers right. start to jump on that. Yeah,
1: you, and, and that's that's exactly where I was going with it, Warren. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some developers aren't out there tweaking and doing a little bit of experimentation to make sure the experience yeah, is good everywhere.
0: Also, could have been the privacy change that that, that, that the guy that implemented. So good. I'm sure a lot of the apps did that. Yeah. We're going to we're going to hit on that topic here in just a minute uh but uh, i i've seen luma fusion uh uh which is a great uh, video editing app on on the ipad uh and uh it, it i've seen it uh, installed on the m1 and it seems like it's uh, it's pretty pretty solid so it's going to be interesting to see those types of apps that that could potentially be something you could do on a mac as opposed to on, on an ipad you know to do that type of thing
1: yeah i still especially with luma fusion because i've talked to those folks a number of times and yeah. i think that you know the they really have developed LumaFusion for the touch interface. And right. so I, I think they would stick with that, you know, and as, as the primary experience, but on the other hand, there's no reason you couldn't use it on the Mac. If it, if it runs successfully and the way we're going, there's no reason it shouldn't run successfully.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um, next story. Also Mac rumors, iOS 14 is now installed on 81% of iPhones from, from the last four years. Uh, Apple has, uh, Apple today finally updated the iOS adoption numbers and gave us the first uh, official look of uh, what the official adoption rates are and it's a uh, 81% across uh, all devices introduced in the last 4 years for iOS uh, 14 pretty 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 impressive i think with the devices and the iPad on this on here was 75% um, so you, you, have got, uh, you've got some pretty solid numbers here compared to <laughs> Android <laughs> that uh, is probably like about five or 10% adoptions as far latest versions. What do you think about this, Chuck?
1: Uh, you know, I, I think this is a, a point that gets overlooked so often, um, by so many yep. mainstream folks, um, that, that is so impressive from a security standpoint, from a usability standpoint, but. The idea that developers can take advantage of everything that Apple is putting into the the iPhones now, um, both hardware and software, uh, and and be confident that eighty one percent as of this. Um, will, you know, those folks will be able to see those things and take advantage of them and benefit from them. Um, as opposed to that other platform that you just stumbled over. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, where, you know, you, is, it, if, if there are times it feels like you almost, if, if you're running that platform, you have to say, okay, this is the operating system. Here's the app I want to run. Do I have to go through the hassles of upgrading or, or not? And with iOS folks, it's just, I think, I, I, I mean, maybe it's just us, but I never think about, gee, I wonder if this will run under my version of the OS. It's just never a question.
0: Yeah, it really isn't. For iPhone, the, the Warren, any thoughts on this? Yeah, not not so much on the Mac, I guess. Uh, but yeah,
2: for iOS, you're pretty... It, historically, it's been, if it worked on the last version, it's going to work on a new version. Um, you know, the, the adoption rate gets high when Apple doesn't drop older models of the uh, phone. Um with the new updates, uh, which they've been yeah. pretty good with the last few years. I think only one phone usually gets chopped off a year, it seems like at this point, um, where I think it was a little bit more aggressive a few years ago. They would drop a few more phones off the yeah, list of supported devices. But um, yeah, I mean, there literally there's very little reasons not to update it. Um, you know, performance usually seems about the same, for the most part, and um, you, you get, you know, they tell all the good features that you want. And, uh, you know, uh, I have an Android tablet and I check the uh, check update thing all the time for the uh, for a new version of uh, whatever the Android is and nothing, you know, and I'm like, never is. I could sideload it maybe, but why well, bother? But, you know, so. I don't even know why you have an Android tablet, but okay. Uh, for, for, for science, it's all for science. Uh, yes. So no, I mean that, you know Apple says there's an update, everybody gets the update. So that's that's the difference, and that's that's why they're, uh That's why uh, people are gonna you know install it because uh, you know probably Android people are like forget it. I don't even feel like checking it anymore. They'll let me know. But you know th- yeah. that's an interesting point,
1: Warren and I really hadn't thought about it in exactly those terms. The idea that Apple, I mean, it, it puts the update right in your face uh, and not because we're Apple people, but you know, it's, it's, you get the, you get the, uh, the badges with, with the thing, the, uh, I can't say it with the alerts, you know, there's there's an update, there's an update. Um, they don't push it out to you, you know, without you accepting it, but they let you know it's there as right. opposed to the situation you're talking about. Cause this may come as a shock to David, but I too own an Android tablet. Um, it's in the bottom of a drawer somewhere because for I science. got, well, no, I actually had a good reason for buying that particular model. Um, and then that reason disappeared. And as soon as it disappeared, great. It's in the, it's, you know, it's gone, but I was struck by the fact that there were so few updates to it uh, right. I, w- where I was watching iOS continue to evolve and change. This just, this thing just mm. laid there. Now right. I also, to be fair, I didn't go out and look for the updates, you know, but, I felt like because I'm an Apple user, I was used to being, I was a little spoiled, I found out, being catered to. And, and you know, as opposed to have to go out and jump through all the hoops.
2: And, and to be honest, the updates that you know, they do on Android are not that exciting for the most part. I, like when they did a major, you know, from like the, the, the 10 to 11 or the, the name differences, there's very little differences. I know Apple doesn't always have big changes in their operating systems too, but I've never really found like... A reason on the Android tablet to say, Oh, I have to do this because I need this. Whereas on the iPhone, there's you know features that I definitely want on the iPhone uh, or the iPad. So it, it definitely, I think Apple gives you a better reason
0: to do the updates
2: than Android does.
0: Yep. Okay, let's uh, go on. Uh, next story. This story's uh, been all over the news for the last uh day or two here. Uh, Facebook says Apple's upcoming anti-tracking prompt is more about profit than privacy. Facebook today in a blog post claims Apple's upcoming anti-tracking privacy focus change in iOS 14 will have a quote unquote, harmful impact on the many small businesses, uh, small businesses, okay, that are struggling to stay afloat and, and on the free internet that will rely on more than ever. And, they, and then they decided to l- launch full page uh, ads in both the, the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times and it uh, had to make a huge deal out of this a lot of grievances that they're complaining about apple and and their their policies apple responds back and says you know this this is we're, we're, we're protecting our users um, chuck what was your what's you been your thoughts on this i know this has been throughout the news and we've been talking about it
1: oh boy this is one that can just raise my blood pressure i mean this is so yeah, self-serving. Me too. it's just you know when whenever really you is. see somebody like this jump up and say oh yeah we're we're looking out for somebody else uh yeah what's let's, let's follow the money you know where's where's the money come from the The only i I guess the only spin I would put on it is yeah app, facebook is looking up looking out for the smaller businesses because that's where Facebook makes its money. You know, is is if you if you're a Facebook user, you know, and especially if you publish anything on Facebook, you know that they are constantly saying, "Boost this post for five dollars, boost this post for ten dollars." Right. You know, come and advertise with us, and that's where I see it's like, okay, if you want to say that 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 is your support of small businesses, fine, but it's a little bit disingenuous to say, "Oh yeah, we're sticking up for the small businesses." and you neglect to mention how that that your business is built on at least partially right. on that and on taking the information of users who those small businesses attract and then using it to, to benefit yourself and that's yeah. it's just the whole thing is just so disingenuous i can barely stand
0: <laughs> it is uh, Warren when you, we we talked about this yesterday on Max's future well what what uh, what's your thoughts on this i'm,
2: I'm not as angry about it as some other people, you know, I, I heard Dave Hamilton talking today on one of those shows on the Daily Observation Show, and he made it sound yep. a little more clearer to me. So, you know, small businesses do use Facebook to target ads to the local people. You will now you'll, you know, you'll see local ads all the time. Um, you know, advertisers want to do this. Businesses want to do this, especially nowadays. They, you know, they want to get you know, advertising. It's not new. It just is going on for years and years and years, and you know, uh, the dream is to target people. Uh, you know, that's that's their ultimate goal is to know who you are, where you are, so I could sell you this product. It as a as a consumer, you want to, uh, you know, you don't want to get ads that don't pertain to what you want. So, I don't know. Uh, Facebook uh, has a business model; they sell your information to them, and it's well known and. You know, they're not selling to drug dealers. They're not selling it to like, you know, your your spouses to, to get dirt on you. They're not, you know, as far as I know, they give it to either the advertisers or the police when when requested. And every tech company will give it to the police if they they're asked to do that. So it's a business. You know, the only thing that's wrong is they're not we're not fully upfront with what kind of privacy we're giving up. And that's where the the line needs to be kind of fixed. And I think Apple is saying we're trying to fix mm-hmm. it by giving you these labels to tell the people this is what they're giving up. Um, so I'm still on. I'm unsure if the if the new system allows you to uncheck what they want you to have at this point. Is that what it is? You can opt out of a lot of this stuff, or they're just letting you know so you you don't use it.
0: Well, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to just uh, just sort of read the the statement Apple gave uh, on on this uh, back to Facebook, and uh, they they incensed and, and uh, responded back saying, "We believe this is a simple matter of standing up for our users," which you know makes me feel good. Users should know when their data is being collected, shared across other apps and websites, and uh, they should have the choice to allow that or not. App tracking transparency in iOS fourteen does not require Facebook to change its approach to tracking users or creating targeting advertising. It simply requires the user to have a choice. So what's going to happen is when you install an app for the first time, the app store has now changed this with 14.3. The pop-up is going to come up and say, you know, Facebook would like the permission to track across apps and websites owned by other companies. And they'll say your data will be used to track this. And you either say allow tracking or ask the app not to track. It's done. Simple. I mean that that that's that right. that's all Apple is doing. They want to give you a choice, right? So I, I think it's fair in itself. It, it's fair, um, that, but you that, know, that, that, that but thing.
2: Facebook has a fair point too. Whereas if enough people do that, then their business model is shot, and then there's no more Facebook. So I mean, you can't, no. you know, that's how they make their money. It's not like they're making their money anywhere else other than that, uh, selling your uh, information to advertisers, as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, they they have some devices here and there, but. That's how they make their money. So if everybody opts out and just uses Facebook, uh, you know, privately, then they don't have a reason to exist anymore. So,
1: I guess yeah. I'm I'm looking. I, I agree with what Warren just said to a point. Yeah. Okay, but the thing is, Facebook has been has, has abused the situation. And, and unfortunately, I'm, some app developers have abused the situation too. Um, you know, the, we we find out as as different versions of iOS have come out, there's been more and more tracking, more and more things discovered, and you find out that gee, this this this. Um, well, I'm not going to call the the app, but I know there was at one point there was an app uh, for finding the cheapest guest in in a uh, I mean, given location.
2: And they were like
1: so they were sending out back all kind of information about what you were doing when you weren't using the app. Yeah. So you know, right. Facebook and some of these developers have have put Apple in this position. And let's be fair about this, okay? Apple. It didn't say in that statement, David, that Apple benefits from this because it in, right. it enhances because it it does. Apple definitely does because the, these other guys have given Apple this product to sell, and that product is our privacy. And Apple Apple is willing to to include that in their uh, in their operating systems as part of you know the reason you want to get in, in on their operating systems, the reason you want to use their products.
2: Right. So in, right. in that's a marketing part, thing for them. But yeah absolutely Apple, Apple saying we're, we would respect your privacy is not because they love us it's a marketing thing it's to' it's to get us to trust them and to buy their products and to use their services.
1: but it's also in keeping with Apple's social stance on a lot of things and and so the way I look at it is that Facebook and these the the developers who have been abusing this have just given just handed Apple the baseball bat to beat them with and apple's beating them <laughs> hard. Right. And now all of a sudden they say, "Hey, we don't like this," and, and and yes, of course you don't like it because you were abusing us up to this point,
2: right? So right. so and, but hey, so it's not yeah. the so it's not the fact that Facebook actually sells the data to these companies. It's just the amount they're doing it or they're getting more aggressive in it. So is there a, is there a line? Is there something that okay? You could have you know like rules written up Facebook. You could have this, this, and this, and this, and that's it. And then we cut you off, or is it? Where's where do you stop? I th- I th- I kind of think
1: that Apple has has drawn the line where it should be. That if I want to be tracked, or if I don't mind being tracked by um, by app A, then I I have that option. And if I don't want to be tracked by app A or any apps, I don't have to say it. They're giving me the option. I mean, the the argument has been that this all this information, all this data is giving me target advertisements to things that I'm interested in. And that sounds good. And (laughs) And actually I like that idea because I really, I'm not in the market for a skateboard. So I really don't want to see skateboard advertisements, but I might be in the market for a hard drive. And so I'd much rather see hard drive advertisements, but not at the expense of giving away all the information that has been taken from, um, about me and about David and you, about you, Warren. Um, right. You know that's you're, you're It's a great question. You know, where's the degree? But I think Apple is now saying this is this is what we're giving our users. And yeah, they're, listen, there are companies I would feel very comfortable saying, yeah, track me all you want, and others like no chance.
2: Right. I mean, right. we're being tracked on. I mean, yeah. You know, I think Dave even said today, but the information a lot of these companies get, they they have. I mean we're talking our names or email addresses and, and our addresses and, you know, their phone books have been around for 50 years. I mean, like most of that stuff is in there anyways. So, um, so they're getting a lot of stuff anyways. I mean, my only point is Facebook. If people, if enough people start doing that, they're going to change something. stuff that they're going to make it a pay model Or maybe they'll say, if you click that thing saying, I don't want to be tracked, they'll block you on the app. Who knows, you know, right. but you know, this is their, this is their business. Um, you know the 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 front page ad thing is definitely in poor taste. I don't think it was something they should have done, but I I get both sides. So I, I think Apple's doing the right thing, but I yeah. I, I empathize a little bit with
0: uh, Facebook. I guess is what I'm
1: saying.
0: All right, fair enough. Um, the, and, uh, just, just so everybody knows, and this is in the article too, uh, the settings app does give you the option to view which apps have request permission to track you for advertising purposes and make, you can change, make those changes as you see fit. So you can go in and turn off any advertising that, that, that they may, they may do, uh, by, by setting that. And the developer has to address this as part of the app store, uh, review guidelines, uh, that they, that they have that option in place. So, um, it's quite a debate. It's going to definitely be interesting to see where things go with this. Um, uh, but, uh, especially with Facebook, I, you haven't seen too many other app developers have made, made such a big thing about it as as, as much as Facebook has. So, uh, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. I think that's really where all, all goes to it. So, um, all right. So let's go ahead. And, and I also, I put a, a link in the show notes for the app store uh, privacy, uh, cause, um, Apple does a great job of, of really laying out all their privacy policies and what they do. So uh, give that a view review as well. So, all right. Uh, we uh, talked about those, we'll move on to the topics this week. Uh, we talked about last week, of course, as many people did, uh, the AirPods um, pro max that came out last week. And we, we talked about it pretty extensively, but, uh, uh, Chuck was kind enough to uh, uh, let us uh, use a, a Mac Voices viewer that actually uh, put up a nice little write-up of what the, really the differences are between uh, this and the higher-end headphones. And you he mentioned a couple of them here, um, the Beyerdynamic D- uh, uh Emeron Wireless Copper for $699 and uh, Sennheiser RS 195s for 449 and so on and so forth. They're, they're all linked here in the show notes. So you could uh, see the, this comparison. These are really, really high end headphones. I mean, people who are spending serious amounts of money on these types of headphones are obviously big time audiophiles. But, you know, it really, you really look at the comparison of what the AirPods Pro Max have. And I'm not going to go through all of the, the the differences we have. I have them in the show notes here, but uh, things like spatial audio, Atmos 7.1 support, active noise canceling, um, uh, and going on so so on and so forth, extended battery life, but but using a SOC. Uh, it, it there is a lot of uh, it. Really gives a really uh, open view of what the difference is with these these headphones, and. I I really like, well, the last comment he had said was, uh, so if you're someone who appreciates high end audio and tight integration with the Apple ecosystem, there is a good chance these headphones are for you. And there's a fashion angle to them as well, which I thought that was a a, a neat thing. And one other thing to add to as well is the ability to add features over time via software updates. None of those headphones that are mentioned uh, as far as the high end will have that capability. So what did you guys think, Chuck? What did you think when you? I, I know we talked about this a little bit uh, when uh, on Mac Voices Live the other day. Um, what what uh, these comments were about the headphones?
1: I mean, it, it was it was touched on a little bit during our discussion the previous week. Um, but the idea that these headphones are not for probably for the three of us, they're for the they're right. for the serious audiophile who can doesn't mind spending this kind of money. But as you just <coughs> excuse me. As you just said, the one thing that struck me, and it really hadn't even occurred to me, um, that you can, because of the chips in these headphones, you'll be able to upgrade them with whatever new features. And then I think it was Mark Fuccio brought up that, you know, yeah, we already have a precedent for that with spatial audio being added to the AirPods Pro. So there are things mm-hmm. that you could do to these headphones, and the idea that that future proofs them a little bit. So it's not necessarily going to be like, um, you know, next year they're going to bring out the new AirPods, or yeah, AirPods Pro Max 2. You know, with something that can only be done there, the odds are that, yeah, it might look a little right. different, maybe new colors, uh, maybe a, a different kind of fit, maybe a different kind of case, but the odds are pretty good that at least some of those new capabilities will be upgrade, be able to be uploaded and used in these headphones. So I, I think that, I mean, that changed my opinion of it. Doesn't mean I'm going to buy too. any at this at this it's price like because at <laughs> it's just not, it's not a product I would use. But no,
0: still, it's not just not practical for me. Yeah. Any thoughts, Warren?
2: Yeah, I mean I saw that there's there's more expensive headphones out there. There's things called reference headphones, which are two thousand right. dollars, three thousand dollars. Studio monitors. Yep. And I guess it's what the professionals use. And I don't know, you know, what the difference between that. I think it's they have a wire and they their true sound, I guess, is what it is. Um so they're obviously not in that market. Apple's in the higher end headphone market, but I think they're trying to I think they're trying to be more of a mainstream fun version of that. Um, and I think that's what mm. they're trying to go for. Um, you know, I'm, as I said before in the shows, I, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they sound great. I'm sure the, the features are great. I love my, Airpop, uh, uh, my AirPods Pro. Um, I'm just not a headphone person, so they're not for me. But, yeah, um, you know, if they you know, if they come down a little bit in price within the year,
0: like the HomePod did, I think they'll, they'll start to sell. Yeah. If the, if the price does come down. So, but uh, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was, it was a good just, uh, just to review what we discussed last week about uh, these headphones and buyer beware, be aware of that. If you want them, I think uh, they're for you. If you don't, then yes, you'll move on and then look for something else. So, um, and then um. Beta, beta this week. Uh, Warren, of course, I know you're on iOS 14.4 beta one. It just got released to the developers uh, yesterday, and then the public beta is out uh, as of today. Um, doesn't seem like they really said much about what has been updated since uh, 14.3. Uh, had you seen anything as of yet? Not a thing, not one thing. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty quiet, other than it's it's another version, it's another
2: version. Uh, they did the, a Mac uh, beta the same day. I don't see much of yep. it first. Um, nope. I, I ha- it runs exactly the same. It doesn't seem any faster, any slower. All the apps are nope. open uh, and nothing else is popping up.
0: Yeah, we got a, c- a couple links in show notes for its uh, iPad OS 14.4 beta one. And then you also have uh, Apple Watch, Watch uh, OS 7.3. Uh, did you upgrade to Watch too? Yes. Okay, not that I'm surprised why she even asked. <laughs> uh, I'm, all, and, I'm uh, all in. And then, um, and then tvOS also, you never know what they do on tvOS either. So 14.4 is out for with developers. Oh, uh, up, updated as well. itself. I think it usually does that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Also, this was interesting. Uh, HomePod, you don't normally normally hear about a beta for HomePod. Uh, The 14.4 software update actually came out and they added some new uh, stuff to the HomePod Mini U1 features. Uh, It was uh, was introduced uh, yesterday as we record this and didn't appear to have any new features, but uh, it looks like it's going to have some functionality to take advantage of the U1 Ultra Wideband chip in the HomePod Mini. Now, the thing is... Even if you're a beta tester, you won't get access to this. Apple only selects uh, specific testers in order to be able to try this out. So, um, so uh, according to some of the of the information here in the, in the Mac Rumors article, that uh, it looks like the you're going to have some more more haptic touch rhythms, some all kinds of other stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see where where that goes. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that, uh, Warren, with this?
2: I didn't not on that one. I think the the one that just came out did something with the with the 14.3. Yeah, but something more with handoff. I think it it, it had something right. uh, I I don't know. It did something with handoff. I don't know what it did yet, but uh yeah. it
0: improved it. So, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see, Chuck. You have um, you have the HomePod. Have you been using it much with your HomePod Mini uh, since you got it? You've been like, oh yeah,
1: it? oh yeah, I love it. And I think, I, see, I'm not sure because i I saw this or this happened by accident, um, but I was using my my um, my iPhone hands free, you know, with the speaker, and okay. I had to go over near the HomePod Mini, and I got a little message that popped up and said, "Move this phone closer to transfer the call to the HomePod Mini." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And I did, and it did. And this sounds like this is just gonna take that to an even an even greater level. Um I turned
2: that off right away. I hated it. (laughs) I turned me too. That's what (laughs) I was saying. It's
0: driving me crazy. I'm
2: like I'm like if I wanted to play it on the home bot, I would have started playing it on the home pod I'll,
1: I'll do yeah. it <laughs> yeah but, but I, I well see that's funny because i i liked it because okay this means that if i'm you know somewhere in the house and i'm on my phone and then i get back to an area where i could use the home pod mini as a speaker phone all i have to do is just get it near it and it'll and and, and agree and it'll transfer it over so well that's
2: a few the future is you getting out of you know getting out of your car listening to something or on a call don't do anything. Walk into your house and start hearing the call, walking through the rooms and different speakers start activating as you're walking through. And the, the, the yeah. conversation or the audio following you, I think it's where they're going with this or trying to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that, I, I saw it. It's, it's interesting that you two turned it off. I saw it as a very positive thing. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll use this. I will definitely use this.
2: Well, you know, it depends on what you're watching and then like your family's in a room and all of a sudden, uh, you know, things come up on the home pod. It's like,
1: ah. that's a joke. Uh, you're being a bad boy, Warren. You shouldn't be watching those
0: things. Oh, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to the bad rap music. Uh, um, so uh, yeah, that was, that was interesting to see where that goes. So, um, and then uh, uh, 14.3, it was, is officially out this week. It came out uh, in, 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 uh, 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 with the fact that uh, the Fitness Plus has has uh, was uh, released as well, so that was one of the more primary things here. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the features that are that were that were um, added to it. Um, I guess the privacy. We were just talked about privacy. That they're calling them privacy nutrition labels, um, and I guess I guess that's a good fitting way of describing that because I, I I looked that up and this actually was an article that you had share you shared on your Flipboard uh, for Mac Voices here, uh, Chuck uh, that Apple Apple must here. Um, and, uh, I guess it, it, it's interesting for the fact that it's going to be able to give, uh, give developers the opportunity to have these labels. And that's what you just talked about, about how their data is being shared. So they're calling them nutrition labels. <laughs> so found that to be a little interesting. Uh, but uh, that, that was added. And, and as we talked about with privacy, um, the app clips is now uh, going to be, uh, you're going to be able to Apple actually launch an app clip, and they introduced that. Uh, they talked about that back at uh, WWDC, and then now that's out, and you have to start seeing these app clips where you can scan the, the the little clip code and 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 be able to open the app just without having the app installed and be able to act on something something like a parking spot or things like that. Um, that was uh, that was added. Um, so uh, I don't think I haven't. Have you guys seen the app clips? I haven't seen anything really yet. Uh, i have
2: not. Not so far.
0: Yeah. But so. the, app label, I mean, the app labels are
2: hilarious. So if you actually start to look at it, because uh, I, I yeah. looked at the Facebook one and the, uh, the nutrition labels like this one. But then if you go into things yeah. that, you know, would you wouldn't even think is doing anything like uh, like games or like, you know, I'm, I'm looking, but like, uh, like uh, uh, anything that you would never think is collecting information like uh, about you you look at the nutrition label and you'll see that they're all doing it. They're all collecting something.
0: Oh yeah. Yep. So, um, and then, uh, the pro RAW support of course was added uh, to all the high end iPhones, the iPhone 12, 12 pro 12 pro max. Um, now have a pro raw uh, format for, um, photography. Um, I don't know if I'll be using that much because, uh, uh, those are, those are pretty high end, uh, photos. Uh, but, uh, you also have to take that that's going to be at the expense of space because the um, uh, the file size will be at a minimum about 25 megabytes uh, for per per photo so uh, you better have a a large uh, size iphone that that store all that um, and it it, it is uh, it is a thing with photography being able to capture a lot of those uh, those types of uh that information when you take a, f- a photo and be able to have um, many ways of being able to edit them. You think you'll be as much raw at all, Chuck, with yours? I, I don't know, David. I, I need to learn
1: more. It's one of those things that now yeah. now I've kind of got Same a reason here. to. Um, but I, I guess my, my thought was, yeah, it's going to be a space thing, but it's also going to be a bandwidth thing because if you are using right. iPhone, or excuse me, iPhotos, let me try again, sorry photos in iCloud, um, then those are going to be things that get transferred over. And most likely, you're going to have it set up to be doing on your Wi-Fi as opposed to your cell. So, you know, you're thinking bandwidth caps and everything. But on the other hand, from what I understand about RAW and the little bit I've played with it, it gives you a lot of editing capabilities that you just don't have in a normal JPEG or uh, even Apple's, um, what is it, H? Oh, shoot, I can't remember what the... HIC, H- yes, yes. Uh, HIC. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm, I think it's going to be one of those things you'll turn on when you are, in that in a special place and you really want to get that very special photo. I don't think you're going to use it for just the quick snapshots that we all do.
0: Right, right, right. So yeah, it's going to be something. I'm, I'm going to play with it. I want to see what, what 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 it's all about. And uh, I have an app pick we'll talk about here in a little bit uh, that, that that takes advantage of it as well. I'm sure many other these these camera apps are going to so. Um, Other things they added with the camera is uh, the camera improvements will include support for video at 25 frames per second and the capacity to mirror the front-facing camera for still photos. On the older iPhones, the 6s, the 6s Plus, SE, seven, seven Plus, eight, eight Plus, and ten, uh, so you'll be able to mirror um, your front-facing camera for still photos, which you weren't able to do uh, before. The 12 or the higher end, the 11 and 12 already had that capability as it was, so they just added that support to the the older phones. Um, and we just talked about it: the proximity controls for the for the HomePod. Um, now that that was added, so we don't have to. Beat that to death again. So they're, they're called proximity controls, and uh, the reason why I turned it off because I, I actually have my, my one of my HomePod Mini. I have two, so I have one of them at my bedside, and you know I put it down to charge. And I, I if I'm playing, I, you know I, I usually like to listen to a podcast or or a radio for, uh, to to fall asleep, and I don't I don't want it to transfer to, to the HomePod right away because it's sitting right next to it. Uh, so that was one of the other reasons why I, I had turned it off. But I may turn it back on. We'll see uh, what, what it does. So. Um, Fitness Plus, which we'll talk about here in just a little bit, and it it, it, uh, now works on the Apple Watch as well as the iPhone, the iPad, the Apple TV, um, video workouts, the whole spang. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that just a bit here uh, as far as what that's added. Um, The Weather App, they added air quality health recommendations are now uh, at specific air quality levels for the United States and other countries, UK, Germany, India, and Mexico, and Specific uh, areas as well for China, and uh, as far as air quality data. Um, the uh, shortcuts gets what they say stealthy. Uh, now that now the shortcuts won't take over a whole screen. So when you launch, if you've created a shortcut that that does something for you when it launches an app, it'll just show a banner at the top. Uh, 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 instead of going right into the shortcuts app and, and do that, have you have you set up any shortcuts, Chuck? As far as uh, these
1: things, yeah, I I've played with them, um, and there are a couple I have, but I I know there's some people have dug so deep in into them, and they really have. It's one of the things on my list to try to experiment more with over the holiday break, because um, it just I just haven't had the time to do it, but I find it fascinating.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I'm the same with you. It's making the time for it. That and the widgets. Just I have not. I need to spend time on both of those because those are those are places uh, uh, that uh, there's some crazy people that have done some serious customizations with widgets as well as shortcuts. So, Warren, uh, have you have you done anything with shortcuts with the the, the uh, automa- automating anything? Yeah, I, have you, I mean,
2: uh, the one I use every day is um, uh, my very expensive Tesla. Did not come with a garage door opener for whatever reason, they charge you $300 extra <laughs> for that. So, and I didn't want to pay the $300. So um, I have one of those Chamberlain automatic door openers, and I kind yeah. of hacked it to work with a home kit. So now when I leave, I say, I hit my watch and say, uh, open garage. It does that. And it says done. And then I come back and I say, there you "Close go. garage.
0: And that's saved me $300. So there you go. There you go. Um, and then uh, the TV app, they, they did some improvements there. They actually added a TV Plus tab, which I think is great, because it was always hard when you were navigating through the TV app to try to find content. If you wanted to see the the original content Apple has been re- releasing, you had to dig a little deep to, to find it. Well, now there's a specific tab for it. So any content that's part of TV Plus is going to be right there for you for all the original shows. And uh, enhancing the search, too, browsing categories like genre and, and uh, that. They added that, too. Um, but, uh, that, that's, that's a good thing that they did that on the, on the Apple TV as well as iPad and iPhone. So, uh, I think too. Um, this one was interesting too. Is I, I never even heard of this uh, this this search engine called Acacia. Um, it's a new search engine that uh, t- that you can change in Safari, so you have another choice of of search engine. Um, and I guess it uh, you can dump it in, in favor of Google if you so choose, and it gets results on Bing. Which okay, you're so basically I could use Bing, right? But I guess it has as a good thing for the environment because it, it does plant a tree on your behalf each time you make ser- forty five search requests. So. Uh, to try, have you? I've never heard this. Chuck, have you? No, it's it's one more
1: thing that you know Apple puts their uh, puts their weight behind a little bit. Um, that it doesn't sacrifice anything for the users, and it sounds like it tries to do a little bit of good. And so, you know, I I haven't tried it. Um, I'm not I'm not exactly enthused about Bing being the back end, but on the other hand, you know, it's, it's the search engines are the search engines, and unless you're going to use something like Brave um, that or Duck, Duck DuckDuckGo, those two really try to, they have privacy as a super focus. Um, just not going to, uh, I'll try it.
2: You know, I'll try it and see how it goes. So the the thing is, if they'll plant a tree for you, but they'll also send your information to Russia. That's that's in the fine print, by the way. Oh, well, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't read the fine print yet. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, planting trees and uh things like I think trees is good. You know, I, I, yeah, I never heard of that. Yeah. I mean, do you trust that they're actually going to do that? I well, guess. Warren,
1: they yeah. You know, they're, they're all kind of these promotions out there and, you know, you'd like to, you'd like to believe that they do. And then yeah. that doesn't, I don't know these folks. So that's not saying that, you know, I'm that deeply skeptical, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, there, I, there's a few, what's the sock company that gives you a, there's a. And the, the what's the guy with the cans outside. You, you hear stories like. Oh, well actually only 10% of the, the profits go here and there, you know, so, you know, you could, you know, it's just too hard to know what they're doing with the money. So yeah, you got to trust it.
1: But, I, you know, I did want to go back um, since we have time here um, and debate with you just a little bit on the, on the Facebook thing from earlier. yeah. yeah. Um, because I, you know, I see your point and it's really, a, it's, it's an excellent point. Um, but I guess the thing is that they built this business, they built their business without our permission if you think about it and, and they, they took advantage of not exactly a loophole, but the fact that people weren't paying attention and they really took it to, an, to an extreme degree. And that's why now there's so much scrutiny. And it's no, one I, reason that app said, you know, well, Hey, we're going to start doing this. And now all of a sudden, Oh my God, you're cutting the legs out from under us.
2: Yeah, but it's not the first time. I mean, I'm sure the first people who got TVs and saw the first commercials like, what, what the heck is this? You know, why do I you know, it's, they have to find ways i mean it's commerce it's the economy i mean again it's going towards a good cause at least is i guess is what i'm saying is to to keep businesses running um they i don't know if they they did they were sneaky about it at first it was like this whole open social network it was fun there were i don't think they had the advertising in the beginning right that came a couple of years after
0: facebook launched i'm sure let's talk about uh, fitness plus here so uh they they uh they add, added some interesting things here with uh, uh with fitness plus uh including all the different types of workouts um and um you can go through and make uh s- set it up so it's, it's customized to you uh all kinds of different things uh, including uh yoga and core exercises and strength and uh it also has a section here for beginners, and that's probably be something I would, if I'm going to utilize this, um, I would I would go through with with beginners and and uh, and try to figure out some of the workouts that I probably get a good excuse to, to start doing the workouts. Um, uh, oh, uh do, are you guys, Chuck? Chuck you think you can? You're going to take a look at Fitness Plus at all?
1: Um, only for if if I and I think there's a demo time period. I I will do that. Yeah. Um, I'm not inclined to spend money on this kind of thing because I, I I just, it's just not the way that I would choose to do a workout. Um, but Mm then again, that that's me. Uh, I think this is going to do, what's really going to be interesting about fitness plus for me is going to be, is to see how Apple will keep it up and keep it fresh Mm -hmm. Uh, because you know, that's, that's always a challenge. It's tough enough to get people to, you know, engage in their, you know, in a workout, Um, And so if it's going to be the same workout over and over and over, there are plenty of other options out there. Uh, So I think that's going to be the, the really interesting part of it
0: um from what it looks i think that you know they've got they they've hired all kinds of different trainers uh that and they and it shows it on the ipad and the iphone all the different trainers that uh, are are, are going to be doing this so so there there's quite a bit of content here and and from what i had had, had been hearing that they are going to uh, they're going to rotate things out make you know, change it up and make it fresh so which which is a good thing um but uh, there, there's always there's a there's a little something for every for everybody, including uh, you know cycling and rowing, dancing, um, and then it, it, they also include a mindful cooldown when you do work out. They they even give you the options of cooling down, um, and of course the high high intensity stuff, which I will never do. <laughs> uh, I think it's called HIT. I'm not too familiar with that, but uh, it it does uh, does have that as well, um, and uh, it. it. It, it it is part of the Apple One bundle, so Warren and I both have the uh, the Premier plan, so it is included in the, in that bundle because we are still saving lots of money with the uh, with all the other uh, the items that are in the bundle. Um, so uh, we we've already had it from going in here. So um, and it does work across all the platforms as, as as well as Apple TV. So you can go and if you want to, you want to work out right from your TV, you be able to go right to the Apple TV, connect to your Apple Watch, be able to do the workout right from there as well. Um, uh, so it's, it seems like it's got a lot of, a uh, lot of, uh, interesting things. Uh, again, I said, I'm not one to be doing that much of heavy working out, uh, but, uh, uh, definitely interesting to see where it goes here. Uh, Warren, do you have any thoughts?
2: Uh, no, I, I opened up the app and I got winded and scared. So I closed it back up, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, but, but I guess, imagine one day I should, I should definitely at least move a little bit so this might help
0: to it might help a little bit and yeah. you know and, and and it it will work with a lot of the different uh, uh, with 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 different uh, equipment that you may have, like a treadmill or you know, elliptical or rowing with a rower, if you, people have that, or if you have a, uh, a stationary bike, you you, know, you could set your iPhone or your iPad right up on the uh, right on your plat on your screen there and being able to do the workout. And it, I mean, go- you could do different-
2: it. Uh, we could see our ta- our TV from our dinner table. I could uh, watch the workouts while eating dinner. Yeah, there you
0: go. Uh, so so it. Uh, so, so it should be interesting to see, um, a couple other things that they, they did, uh, um, I, I see also, uh, I put a link in here in the show notes that, uh, lifetime fitness, which is probably one of the biggest, uh, 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 health clubs out there is uh, is going to in, incorporate offering apple uh, fitness plus as part of the membership so you can you could utilize that uh, while you're working out in in the club so so they're, they're trying to entice people to keep their membership and still use the equipment but that you can use um Apple fitness plus as part of uh, uh part of your workout regimen so um uh, david that'll be interesting to see how
1: that works um yeah. you know whether whether they assign a temporary code or what they've done with in conjunction with Apple or whether it's just going to be okay at at the top top of the hour we're going to start this fitness plus workout um, and and then I'm starting to wonder about the licensing issues you know are they allowed to do that and Brooke put it up for a group so yeah. yeah a lot of questions on that one but I I I like the idea I just think it's, no, I do. Uh, it's interesting I, I,
0: According to the article, it's a from Mac and Mac rumors uh, that Lifetime Fitness is going to uh, complement that with the gym's existing training and fitness programs and being able to be digitally alongside of their health and well-being services. So I think that's that's really what they're doing. They they they, they see what Apple's trying to do. They So they decided to jump right in and, and include that um, well. Because they they used to uh, Lifetime actually used to offer Apple's gym kit enabled cardio equipment back in 2017 when that was still available. So this is probably kind of one along with that as well as that goes too.
2: What's going to be really a tr- I mean everybody's doing it now because of COVID and you know, and the gyms are closed at least here in the Northeast right, right. are closed. So when things get sorted back to normal, um, you know how many people are going to go back to the gyms and how many people are going to cancel their Pelotons and Fitness Plus uh, memberships.
0: Right, that's going to be interesting. I think Peloton of anybody is is probably a little more nervous about this than, than, than anybody else. Um, but the
2: the thing with the Peloton, I've heard stories about that. But the thing with the Peloton is, you're buying a very expensive bike to go along you with are. your subscription. So you, there's a lot more to lose if you decide not to do it anymore. So <laughs>
0: that's yeah. Now, yeah, you are. I mean, it's it's definitely uh, definitely going to be a expensive thing if you abandon it if you already have it. So, um. The, uh, the iPad did not have a fitness app on it at first. So you have to download the iPad app. I've linked in there in the show notes for that as well. Um, and very easy to do. Just go into the app store, search for fitness, uh, fitness plus, and, um, it, it, it just downloads. Um, it, it, it's more limited to what it has. It's, it's just, just the fitness as far as, um, uh, being Apple access to fitness plus. Um, but, uh. They, they added support and there was a question of whether or not you had to have an Apple watch in order to be able to be able to use this. Um, and I guess it, it come to find out that is, there is, it is possible that you could still do the workouts and not have an Apple watch. Cause some people don't have an Apple watch. Some people don't have an iPhone. Some people may not have an iPad. So you'll have that option, um, to do that as well. Um, they also have options if you want to download the workouts for offline viewing. Uh, maybe you're you're you're, you're not going to have internet access or, you know, or Wi-Fi, and you might, may want to download it offline uh, as well. So, um, so a lot a lot of things available for it, and I think it's going to be interesting to see where it goes and, and 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 how things go as far as that goes. to so do you guys have anything? And anything else uh, relates to Fitness Plus? Just watch and see. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. So, um. All right, I've got a couple of tips I threw in here uh, this week, and we just talked about this uh, and a couple of times now with about the handoff feature with uh, the HomePod and the HomePod Mini. Uh, I have an ar- article in, in iMore uh, that actually talks about how it works, as well as how you would actually go in and turn it on and off. Um, and what you do is to to go into the into your settings on your iPhone, and you go into General. Um, uh, and then you go to airplay and handoff, and then there is a switch right in there to, to, to turn off transfer to home pod. And if you decide you want to turn it on or turn it off, you can, um, and it, it's very easy to do. Uh, and also gives you some tips on how to be able to transfer your audio from, um, from your iPhone to your home pod as well. Um, so, uh, has, has some, uh, interesting controls as far as that goes, uh, uh as well. Um. And then uh, the other tip I had here. This was an interesting article. Actually, you cha- you shared this, Chuck, uh, out on uh, Mac Voices. Uh, this was uh, on on creative. Ho- ho- there are four different ways of being able to uh, uh, to add contacts. And uh, uh, did do, do you you recall this, uh, Chuck? What uh, what what the different steps were here?
1: I've I don't recall. I remember reading it, and I remember thinking, yeah, I I knew those. I I sort of forgotten about. I think two of them. But you know they were all kind of obvious. I know you can, for example, you can create one from an, an existing phone call. Um, the, the, if you've got right. the, if, if you've got the, you know the, the call log, you can go in and say, okay, David called me, and here's his full name, and here's any other information I have on him. Um, you can do one from an email message. You can do one from a text message. And for the life of me, I can't remember what the, thir- the fourth one was. But yeah, they were all sort having- of obvious. Yeah. yeah. But you, you forget about them.
0: Yeah, you do, you do. Um, I was having trouble opening the website, so thank you for to those up here. I got this now at uh, at the bottom of the contact card is a spot for notes. So if you want to add like a notes uh, information about that person, or you can add other fields in there. And then you also have uh, options for entering information about the person. You open the contacts and tap the plus sign. Uh, and um, like I said, it's from a call from a call. You can do it right from there. I think that's really con- con- uh, convenient. Uh, from a text message, you can do that as well. Type the at tap the, uh, the message and the text conversation and the info button, and then allows you to create a contact from there as well as stuff in email, the email, the mail app, uh, allows you to be able to, uh, open mail. And if there's a contact in there, you can add them as a contact that way as well. So that was the, the, the four ways of being able to do that. So, um, and then, um, had a couple apps I wanted to talk about, uh, this week. Um, First app here is actually from our friends at Mac, uh, MacSales.com or OWC. This is a, uh, an app called OWC Copy That. And what this app does is works on both the iPhone and the iPad. Um, it it, uh, it gives you the op- options to being able to easily uh, choose to copy, create, and uh, paste files and move them off of your iPhone onto external storage. So if you wanted to plug in an external, uh, 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 H, uh, external drive like a solid state, uh, you plug it in and, and the app just uh, lets you do it and, and lets you copy things over copy it in different places. Um, and, um, it, it is free and it does have, it, it does have, um, in-app purchase that'll give you uh, more secure ways of, of copying things, uh, the, as well. So, uh, I thought it was a great little app and, uh, like I said, available for both iPhone and iPad, uh, really, really good, uh, really good op, app here. So, um, and then the other one I had here was, uh, from, uh, is a is an app that's a, been a um, a great app for uh, uh, for using it with your camera is a uh, Hallade Mark uh, two, uh, which uh, does give you some great uh, enhanced uh, flexibilities as far as uh, editing goes, um, and uh, it does work with the camera with the RAW with the with the Pro RAW from Apple uh, that just came out. Um, this this has been a very 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 popular app here and uh, does give you uh, uh, lots of and. Incredible features as far as expansion, as far as as far as uh, editing photos and such. Either uh, you guys, you have you used the, this app at all? The uh, Halide, it's called Halide. I
1: I have it. I've sn- I've snapped some pictures with it. I haven't gone in depth with it. Yeah. Uh, so, but I but it's you know, it, it right now it seems like it's it, it's hard to have a bad camera app on the phone. It's pretty. It just on, pretty on how rare. much control. Yeah.
0: And there's so many of them out there now. It's crazy. Uh, uh, and uh they do have an ad purchase for this too as well. If you want some of the advanced features, you have a yearly eleven ninety nine, or you can do a one-time purchase for $39.99 and you own it for, for life. So, uh, so that interesting model, but you, it is free to try. So you you, you can, you can try it out and see if it, uh, it works for you. It's it got a lot of, a lot of great reviews and a lot of people are liking it. And again, they added, added the support for the 12 pro and the 12 pro max for, for pro raw and uh, available to be able to use it. So, uh, and, uh, those were some of the apps that I had for this week. And, um, I think, uh, with that, unless you guys have anything else, I think we talked a lot, quite a bit, uh, tonight and as well as me losing my headphones, but, <laughs> 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 uh, if you have anything else here, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. Okay. It happens. Wrap yes, away. It does. Well, let's wrap away here. So, uh, thanks, uh, for that is a wrap for this week and, uh, let's, Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback, at InTouchWithIOS.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS, or you can uh, also subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can follow me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Chuck, uh, thanks for being here. Where can everybody find you?
1: Uh, You can find me over at macvoices.com. That's where you can see all the discussions and interviews that we do right now. We're, we're getting ready to wrap up our holiday gift guides as the holiday actually approaches. Um, And you can find me on social media as at Chuck Joyner. Thanks for having me, David. Always, always a pleasure.
0: Yes. Thanks for being here. And uh, I, as well as reciprocate being on mac voices live every every uh, tuesday night on on facebook so we we really enjoy it we're really enjoying that i think that's a great thing you uh you you came up with and i think you've got uh you got the hit on your hands here with people coming on and having some great conversations so as well as i was on the very first gift guide so uh, there's there's uh, i I linked that a couple when it came out a couple weeks ago so uh thanks for being here appreciate it and uh warren uh, what's been going on at mac to the future anything exciting ah same old stuff uh,
2: I like to thank Chuck for uh, being here too. Yeah, it's always yeah. fun. Yes,
1: yeah, it is. It is. Yes. Yeah. Even if we disagree but, about the, the Facebook price,
2: uh, I don't know <laughs> if we disagree. I think we'll just <laughs> each bring valid points to conversation, is what we're doing. There you go. There Absolutely. you go. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it, and thanks for listening. Uh, program note, uh, that we're going to take uh, the uh, Christmas holiday off, and then we'll be back uh, on, on, uh, close to New Year's with a new episode. Uh, so I, hope, I wish everybody happy holidays, and whatever uh, you celebrate, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and happy holidays, and uh, have a great, uh, a great rest of your year, and uh, thanks for listening.